I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hello there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and surprise, surprise, who do I have with me today? Oh, Coach Margaret. Hello everyone. She exists. It's, she's real. Honest. <laughs> I've been telling you guys about Margaret for a very long time and here she is. You guys have probably been wondering, why hasn't Craig put out any videos this past week? Well, because I had this in mind and I knew we were gonna start filming some videos, so I decided to wait. Plus, I got a puppy the other day and that's been keeping me busy along with a pretty embarrassing story which I didn't tell you yet. Are you ready for this? Puppies can be embarrassing. No, this isn't the puppy. This oh, is yeah. me embarrassing myself. I see. So what happened, listen to this, Margaret. She doesn't even know what happened yet. My tooth, I've had a cap on my tooth since I was 11 years old. Well, I bit into a taco on Saturday and it fell out of my mouth. Oh, not good. <laughs> so I didn't have a tooth for the past couple of days and they just put one in. I see. <laughs> Lovely. But it, it's a temporary. I have to go back to the dentist next week, which if you guys have anxiety over a breakup, you should see me in the dentist office. I'm a, I'm a disaster. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm clenching that chair for dear life. Well, it's common to most of us human beings to want to clench the chair for dear life and then onto our checkbooks. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So I have to go back to the dentist next week. So I couldn't do a video because I had no tooth. That's the best excuse I've ever heard, and I was a teacher once. That's really good. <laughs> the tooth ate my homework. I, yes, it did. So today's video is called, He's Back and Forth, and ironically, we'll be going back and forth. Yes. We will be commenting on each other's comments. <laughs> and so uh, I thought this was, uh, I, I handpicked a bunch of uh, emails to do with Margaret for you guys that I thought would really give you an in-depth understanding uh, of trauma and real attachment issues. I've got some that have okay. um, issues with uh, adoption because mm -hmm. you've got a lot of experience with adoption. Yes. Um, maybe you could tell a little bit about everybody a little bit about your experience because you've been doing this for like 800 years. Uh, 800 years. Joseph Craig says that they had, <laughs> they had chisels and stone when I was first doing this. I've been a licensed clinical social worker for 35 years. Um, I began working with children in foster care and child abuse and in everything I've done since then I've been aware of all of the issues that come up in foster care with normal attachment, with being traumatized by people who didn't treat you well when you were little and although I've worked in many different settings. I did child welfare. I worked in the prison system for a period of time. That's right. You've worked with people that have murdered people. Yes, I have. And they would say to me, does your family know where you work? <laughs> um, and they were some of the most likable human beings on earth with, for a variety of reasons, no kind of self-control. Um, I've dealt with people who've really been through some really hard stuff. I am now and have been for several years in private practice. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people listening would probably be 
taken aback that you would be able to work with people that have killed somebody. Yes. And, um, you know, I thought that is a fascinating topic that we could talk about in other, other episodes or, or other videos and help people understand why people truly do this. And, and, there, and there are reasons, at least I believe there are, and there, are some, there is some hope for some improvement, even though many things may not be right. But my feeling has always been when people say to me, you did what? I say we cannot turn our backs on the people who need us most. And for a lot of people, they would, they don't want to give anything or or be, give any support or uh, care to somebody no. that has killed somebody. Right. A lot of people want to yeah. see them get the death penalty, yes. and yes. you know, there's a lot of hurt and anger behind that, obviously. Obviously, which is totally understandable. Yeah. So, but that will be something that we could talk about a little bit more. Of but course. you've got tremendous amounts of experience, and your issues that you've seen in the, in the adoption agencies yes. and um, in child welfare. Yes, we we see a lot of that come out in romantic relationships. Yes, and breakups. Right. So, as as Craig has put it, I'm sure very clearly, everything about us depends on attachment and in attach on attachment when we're young. That sounds absurd to some people, I understand that. However, when you begin to see it play out and when you see people to be able to use that knowledge in order to help themselves, it's kind of exciting. It is. And so I got a good email today. Okay. Today's episode video is called He's Back and Forth. And this is somebody that I did an email coaching with a few months ago. So I'm going to, I'll just go ahead and go into the email ahead, and we'll start sure. talking. Uh, he, they said, I know I emailed you a couple of months back. I am sure you have so many emails, you might not quite remember my story. So my ex broke up with me. I was negative. He got tired of it. My attachment style is anxious. He now has a girlfriend. Flash forward to March, we started talking again. Mm -hmm. Now, first thing that comes to my mind is, this guy has a girlfriend, mm -hmm. and he's already reaching out to her. Mm -hmm. So this I was going to say, who contacted whom? He, he contacted her. Okay, I got it. It sounds like it, but even if she reached out to him, he still has a girlfriend and should yes. say, I'm in a relationship right, right now. Right, right. So that off the bat makes me wonder about this guy's... Yes. Uh, yeah. How respectful he is exactly. to others. Yes. Yeah. At one point, things got rocky, and it was due to the stress of the situation. Him dating someone else. Him being confused and still saying he wanted something with me in the future. When does the future come? <laughs> okay. April, we worked together more because he was on night rotation and I worked nights. We saw each other more and things were going well. Now, he's saying, or she's saying... Things are going well. This guy has a girlfriend. Yes, he does. And it doesn't sound like he's been at all secret about that. And so I feel like she's acting pretty selfishly here. Yes. And she's not caring of what he wants or respectful of what he's doing with other people in relationships. So I don't think it's going to reflect well on her. No. I agree. I agree. I took a family vacation to Hawaii for two weeks the beginning of April. The day before I left, I called him and he said it was from work and then 
in turn got angry at me because I was apologizing to him for the way things had been. At this point, I let it be and I said, okay, I hope all turns out with work and if you ever need to talk, I'm here to listen. This was Monday the 10th. I left Tuesday. Fast forward to Friday the 14th. He sent a message, hey, are you back? Mm -hmm. So this guy's got a girlfriend. Yep, and he's and saying he's... to both of them, uh, yeah. I replied and told him I wouldn't be back until the following Thursday. He was talking to me normally, fun, laughing, calling, factoring, joking, factoring, joking out all of it. I don't know what that means. Oh well. <laughs> I was happy. I felt happy. So she's happy that he's reaching out, yep. but doesn't care that he's acting disrespectful to his current girlfriend. Right? Yep, got it. He openly admitted at this time that he was stalking my Facebook. We are not friends. They're not Facebook friends and he's still checking right. out to see what's going right. on, what she's doing. He found me through a mutual work friend. He said, you look pretty in your profile picture. I always told you how beautiful you were, but you never quite did believe me. Everyone else seems to agree with me. Well, we've talked about my trip and he was so interested, he was chasing. He had told me that he wanted to talk to me when I got back into town and asked if I felt like I would still want to work things out. I said, of course, I want that, but is that what you want? He said, yes, but I want us to be better. I want us to do this right. But he's not doing it right. But he's not doing it right while he has another relationship. Yeah, that's not the way to... Not much chance, unfortunately, that that's going to happen. I don't think so, not based on the way no, he's acting. No. I get back into town. The next day, I go to see him. He is happy and excited. He tells me that he is not talking to anyone else, that he broke up with his girlfriend because it was too much too soon and that I was right, she was a rebound, and he realized he didn't really like her as a person. Well, at least he did the right thing there he, by breaking up with this other girl. Although he doesn't tell you why. <laughs> well, according it's to this... Because he wants her back, yes. Probably. We agreed to take things slow. We talked about his fears of lack of time, of being a resident physician, and at this point, I assured him that I understood it. Oh, wow. He'd have a terrible schedule. Yeah. And I have the whole time we dated, and I have nothing but support. He told me I make him happy and that no matter how hard he could ever try, he can't make himself not want to be with me. That, that sounds like BS to me. Sounds like a good line was my response, yes. <laughs> yeah, right? He, no matter how hard he could try, he could never not make himself I can never be. get rid of you. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Until he does. Yeah. Now, the trouble comes in the next week after this. I asked him, him for coffee after work one day, and I wanted to get some thoughts out of him. I wanted to tell him that we needed to treat this as a new relationship so old things wouldn't sneak in, that we needed to be sure to communicate. Really, I had missed him so much that in the time we weren't talking or seeing each other that I wanted to just see him. He replied, you saw me tonight and work and you'll see me later there. I was upset and I was devastated and I said, Okay, 
I guess maybe you don't want to see me. Bad idea to say this. Oh, this is not going well. No. <laughs> At this point, he told me that I was never going to change and that I will always be the same. And how is that? Selfish or working too much? Or... I think anxious and controlling. I explained to him I was hurt, that I wanted to see him and just be with him, and but he didn't explain that he was tired and he had a bad night. Okay. So the communication was off, and I led him going back to his girlfriend rebound, which is interesting because he told me that he couldn't be in a relationship. He was stressed at work, didn't have the time, and needed to work on himself. Well, I would agree with that much. Well, I agree with the, the work part, but I think the rest of it is excuses. I do too. I don't think he knows what he wants. Yet, he is not alone. How can one really focus on themselves if they are not putting the time into that? Well, just being a, in that stage of your training would eat up an awful lot of your time. Exactly. Yes. But, he's saying he's going to work on himself, but he's just going back to the girlfriend. Right. This guy's going back and forth yeah. like a tennis match. Yep. After that happened, he didn't talk to me for a week. He called me the Saturday and argued with me about how I would never change. He didn't think I would be better. I poured my heart out to him, and we hung up. He said he had things he had to think about, and then I did too. That we would talk later. We never did. I left town that Sunday for a trip with my mom. He never reached out. When I got back into town, I heard that he was back with the girlfriend, Rebound. This is coming from another doctor we work closely with. I asked him about it. He ignored. Sunday, two weeks ago, I called him. So, she's not doing herself any favors here. No, she isn't. There are no, going to be no happy endings here. Well, she not not with the way things is going right no, now. No. Um, because he's uh, obviously going back and forth between women. Right. right. And she keeps reaching out and chasing him when he do, does that. And she keeps getting hurt. Yeah. We had a conversation, and he never denied that he was seeing her. He asked how I found out. He also admitted again to stalking my Facebook and said, I see you went on another trip. You never told me. At this point, he was a coward. and Oh, he said he was a coward, and that's why he never said anything that Saturday phone call. It was easier to be mad, be mad at me. Monday, I asked him to meet to go over some things. Well, I think him admitting that he was a coward was some real honesty yes. here. Yes, I agree. Because he can't be alone. Right. And so he's jumping back and forth. And he doesn't say people. he can't be alone, but that's obviously the case. Yeah. yeah. And he's using them mm -hmm. to soothe his I anxiety. Think so too. Yes. He told me that him and his girlfriend have been talking just in the week that I was gone, and after his blow up on the phone, he told me they are just having conversations, and that he told me what was going wrong, and they were talking about it, trying to repair it. Why? Why would she get this luxury, but when I asked for coffee and pushed him, he tells me it will never change. Right. This conversation two Mondays was okay, but he told me again, maybe in the future he could work it out, but right now it's not our time. 
He said he needed a few days to think about and he would talk to me, but he hasn't. Well, I think his actions are... Well, this is... For one thing, they're sp spending a lot of time together talking about other people. Uh, they're not talking about each other or to each other. And I'm beginning to feel like it's junior high. Yeah. This sounds like a rough week in the eighth grade. <laughs> not only that, the business about how who knew who was seeing whom was passed on by a thir third party in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine what the gossip mill is like. Mm-hmm. Yep, if they're working together. Yeah. I asked him how he was to work on a relationship with someone else after telling me that he could not do that. He never openly admits a relationship with her and said, we're just having conversations, yet she is always with him. So I wonder if this woman works with them too. I would guess so. Even more drama. Even more drama. My fear is that she will be moving in with him at some point. He has this where he can't be alone. It's very clear. He has told me before he never spent time alone, and that's why he needs that he jumps from serious relationship or always having someone around. So he's still not spending the time on himself. He also told me things like he doesn't deserve me. He is toxic to me. He disappoints me, and he can't give me what I want. I think she needs to listen. I think he's trying to tell her. He's warning her. I think so. We have seen each other at work the last two weeks. I've said hello, and he looks down or away, so I've stopped saying hi. He doesn't acknowledge me. It's as if I'm dead to him. Saturday the 20th, he texts me, Hey, got big plans this weekend? I replied, nothing big, but meeting up with some friends. He never replied. I even asked, or I even called him later on in that day, which I probably shouldn't have. So maybe it was a mistake text? No, he meant to send that. He meant it. But when he found out that she wasn't going out with some other guy, he probably calmed down and was like, oh, okay, she's just going out with friends. I don't need to worry now. Yeah. Maybe he didn't mean to. It is interesting because one of the nurses I work with asked him, Hey, how's it going with your girlfriend? And he acted so surprised and never admitted anything. He said, uh, 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 on and off. And asked her how she knew about it. Why say on and off? Why not say, oh, it's good, especially, especially since he doesn't know this nurse personally. She doesn't know that he and I dated, but she knows we are friends. So she thought it was funny and told me. All right, so she had a few questions here. Okay. She asked, do I have any chance with this man? If so, what steps do I need to take? Well, I think that he needs to act like an adult here, and he's not. No, he's and, not at all. And, that, and until he decides he's going to stop playing games, there, there's never going to be anything of substance. Right, and she's going to continue getting hurt. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to why she wants to keep him around. He keeps saying no to her and not acting like he really wants her around. Mm -hmm. But he's also got to decide what he wants. So she's settling for breadcrumbs. Yeah. He gives her a little breadcrumbs and yeah. she's happy yeah. with it. Absolutely. And that's not healthy for her either. 
I have gone back into a no contact period and I will reach out if he does first. I will act happy at work and if he reproaches me, I will be professional. I want nothing more than for us to work out. Nothing more for then him to come back and what is upsetting me the most is that I have not been giving a fair shake but this new girl gets another chance without any kind of trouble. Interesting. Look at his behavior, not his words. But I find it interesting the way she is describing that, that she's, she doesn't think it's fair that the other girl gets a real chance. Gets a real chance, yeah. But she doesn't. She doesn't. And that sounds like an early childhood trauma, like, almost like sibling. It does to me, too. Why is she getting more than I am? Exactly. And I've been nicer longer, so there. That's what I was thinking. How come she gets it and I right. don't? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like an eighth grader. Right. <laughs> I know for certain that I have come a long way and I'm still growing. I just want your input and guidance here on what steps take to get him back. I know a lot of this has to do with how he is feeling about himself right now. Inadequate at work, lack of time, lack of money due to being a, a resident physician. All those things and he's likely exhausted most of the time. He doesn't have time for all this. No. But he doesn't want to be alone either. Well, he's got to figure some ways to try and solve that. It doesn't sound like that is even something that he's... That he's even thought about. Yeah. yeah. All of this is important, and he feels like he is not good enough, which I know can weigh heavily on him. That can also be what people perceive as sort of an easy letdown. You're too good for me. I can't give you what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he's avoiding hurting yeah, so, her. Yeah. And that's a good take. Uh, why tell me that he can't focus on a relationship right now, but then jumps back in with another girl? Like I said. And the other thing that comes to mind is he just doesn't want to be in a relationship with you right now. I have not, done nothing but stand by him and offer support during the bad times at work and how he feels about himself from time to time. I was telling myself for a while that he is working on himself to be a better version of who he wants to be so he can come back to me when he feels ready. But now, with the back and forth with this other girl, I feel confused. I bet she does. Yep, and his behavior tells a lot. Alright, just a little bit more. He had even told me people work on themselves in different ways and can learn in different ways. That this will either grow into a relationship or fizzle out. Like, meaning he's going to date this girl to learn about what not to do or what to do. I'm not buying it. I want to say it's not all about you. For him, I don't think. No. I just need some guidance on steps to take here on out. Thank you so much and hope to be talking soon. Well, obviously, um, this guy is not really committed to her or making this work. No. And unless he does, this isn't going to go Nothing anywhere. she does is going to is going to make it work. Yeah. And honestly, I think she deserves better. Everybody does. This to me seems like a relationship of convenience. Yeah. So he goes back and forth with who's ever the most convenient. And we don't really know him uh, from his point of view. Mm -hmm. But the other thing that strikes me is there are no boundaries here. Okay. Um, because he doesn't seem to think it's a problem to be seeing two of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I think he's a little confused that she's so upset. Yes, 
And he, he doesn't seem to understand how his behavior has affected her. Exactly. Now, if he were to ask me for advice, which undoubtedly he will not, um, I would suggest always that you look at earlier relationships, but he needs to look at boundary issues. It can't be, I love you today and her tomorrow. That's right. And until he decides that he's actually looking to commit to one person, which he may not have the time to do... Then say that there are people who whom that would fit too. Yeah, it's not fair if to just mislead her or right. use her for his own right. personal selfish desires. Yes. So, if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net, and we're going to be figuring out something so Margaret can do a little bit coaching here on the side. All right. But we're, we, we still have to work those out. But don't worry, you're going to see more of Margaret yep. real soon. But Coach Craig is not going away. Don't I'm not going anywhere. That. I'm not going anywhere. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.